We're going live. We are live. <laughs> yes, um, good morning and uh, welcome to successcafe.tv. Um, today's headline, let's get straight into it, resolve to evolve. So I did steal it, by the way, I have to be honest. And, um, <laughs> it's about skills and staying power. So so let's introduce um, Warren. Warren, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, hey everybody, good morning and good afternoon, good evening to you. Trust everybody had a beautiful weekend. Warren Connolly here, I'm coming to you from a very sunny and quite windy Hungary. Very cloudy UK as well. So my oh. name's Paul Bercy and um, yeah, as I say, I'll reiterate, reiterate what uh, Warren said. I hope you had a great weekend and uh, I had a chilled out weekend. How, how was yours? You could say it was chilled out. Good, good. Yeah, yeah. it was nice chilled out. We had a nice forest hike yesterday. So nice lunch the, re <laughs> the reason I say that is that if you're going to resolve to evolve, as it were, you need downtime, mm -hmm. okay? Not too much, but you need downtime. So let's break this down sir, and see what it actually means. What does what is your thought about resolve? What is what does it mean to you? <clears throat> to make a decision. Mm -hmm. To come to a decision, I guess. I resolve to do something. I make the decision. I make the commitment to myself or to somebody else. That kind of thing. Yeah, I, I sort of likened it to um, people like Winston Churchill and and. and people like that uh, and also like the american um uh the american civil war mm -hmm. there was a resolve to get a result to get an outcome um related to certain subjects now whatever side you're on whatever you agree with not going to go into that but the resolve that's that's how I, it's that important the word resolve um you know i it's about making your mind up as you say making a decision um about what you're going to achieve and you can have the same thing if you're let's say training to be an athlete mm -hmm. or um, an up-and-coming football star soccer star whether it be rugby or whatever it is whatever the sport may be and and the classic thing was yes i happened to watch a little bit of the olympics yesterday okay. and, um, and i know uh, some people would disagree that they should have this in the olympics but i I, I agree they should, having seen it, and that is BMX. Oh, okay, BMXing. Oh, yeah. They were outstanding. Oh. I mean, the um, the American man, I think it was American, American man won the um, uh, the men's. It was British. It was two, two no, the men, the men. Yeah, the, the men was a, was a man. I think the British bloke came third. Uh, for the women, the, the, the number one was the uh, UK lady. Okay. And... I have to say, the um, level of competition was fantastic, um, and the people who deserve, the people who won, deserve to win. It's as simple as that. But can you imagine going back to the drawing board, the resolve of someone going up a slope on these silly little bikes, right, and doing triple somersaults <laughs> and not crashing? I yeah. mean, it's just amazing. But you, you. you know, Resolve is a powerful word. You, you talk about that. There was a girl that competed for the for the UK called Sky Brown. 
and I don't know where she came, but she's like she's a she's hot property in the BMXing world. But she she trains and she lives she lives in the USA, and uh, but her father I think is is English, and therefore she and she's decided to compete for GP Team GP GB, sorry. But she had a ma a major fall recently, and she's what she's thirteen or fourteen years old, mm -hmm. and she had a she had a, a massive fall recently, and you know as I said. Most most kids that age, they would have just probably decided, okay, yeah, I'm not going to push myself that far again because of the risks involved. But she she resolved to keep pushing herself and to get to that gold medal for the Olympics. That was her resolve. That was her. She just made that. She had made that decision, and then the fall happened. The accident happened. She had head. She had a head injury, but that didn't sway her from her resolve from her decision that she had made that this was the commitment I'm, I'm giving myself i'm making for myself and this is where my path lies and i that takes a lot of guts and courage to do something like that you know to really stick to it to that extent i believe and that's a great example of resolve yeah there, there was actually another one with the um america uh, sorry the great britain um sprinter in 100 meters uh, Dina Asher-Smith, I, I think she's world champion, over 200, I think. Anyway, she ruptured her ankle a month before the uh, Games and still managed to qualify for the semi-finals. She looked quite good. I think she's about the fourth fastest. But for some, I didn't read what went wrong, but she obviously broke down, you know. And But to come back after a month, yeah. people, some people say it's brave, some people say it's stupid. I don't, you know, I'm... But you can imagine the resolve that she had to, to, right. to get involved in to, to to even put herself in a position of being there, you know? I mean, you, you can find countless examples. Oh, of yeah. In the, in the Absolutely. World. They, make us, they, like, they make most of us look like absolute amateurs, you yeah, know? Yeah. And um, so just bear in mind, there's always, there's always someone out there, regardless. Of, it doesn't have to be sport, by the way. Sport. It can be absolutely anything. And, um, you know, and there's lots of people out there. Now, when when they you put heroes up on the wall, a lot of people don't they, and pictures of, and they're normally sports stars, aren't they? But um, you know, for every sports star that goes up on your wall, there's a I mean, thousands of people that are not known or unknown mm. that should be up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because we don't know them, you know, and even if we did, we probably wouldn't put them up there. Well, look, look at look at this Italian guy that that won the hundred meter finals last night. Oh, that was unbelievable, wasn't it? I mean, he came from nowhere. Nobody yeah. even considered him as a as a prospect in the to reach the final let alone win the final so i mean that and he bet he betted his personal best twice in yeah two that's right. i mean that's just insane to run 100 meters like that in two 200 meter sprints and two twice in a day and each time he, he beat his personal best that's crazy yeah, i mean it's fantastic watching just different sports is it's brilliant you know and because uh, italy followed out with the high jump yeah and then the high jump he broke his ankle, and he was told that he will never be—he won't be able to compete again. Yeah, no. Yeah, and, sometimes uh, you don't have to. Let, you shouldn't listen to him. No, sometimes you just shouldn't. Yeah, and he actually <laughs> had the cast. He had the cast from when he broke it. He broke his leg, and he wrote on there, "Tokyo 2020," and then he crossed it out and put 2021. Yeah, so yeah. When he had Everyone the ankle, that's it's, still, it it's still 2020. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I've got one last thing to say about resolve, and that is. Fierce resolve is unstoppable. Mm -hmm. Right, you've got to take it a step further 
if you want to reach the top rungs of whatever it is that you want to reach. Okay. So let's, let's move on to evolve because evolve is quite a good word as well, isn't it? I mean, you know, it's about, as I see it, it's about developing. Yeah. And that, that is what you do. You, de you develop as a human, you, mm -hmm. you develop your potential and, and you get better. So I suppose it's a form of maturity. You mature as you go along. Now, some people get to age 21 and that's it physically mentally it's the end of their life you know they're, yeah, yeah, they yeah. can go down and have a, uh, down the pub and have a pint and there's nothing wrong with it but um but some people make it a professional sport <laughs> <laughs> you know, and um that's their choice and uh, good luck to them but um a little bit down the line they might regret that they did it so early <laughs> well that's just so unnecessary so early but for so long as well i mean it's yeah yeah I think uh, the way my, my personal opinion is with the evolved part, I think the vast majority of society have have um, forgotten that evolution is a necessary element of the survival of a species, right? If we were just to sit in our caves back in the day and be terrified not to go out and find a way to hunt for food and evade, evade all the, those dangerous creatures out there, we would yeah. never have evolved. We would have just died away. We would have never have. I mean, you know, there was a time in our history after cataclysm, they um, are um, paleontologists and that they, they reckon there was less than 12,000 human beings, homo sapiens on the planet, somewhere around 12,000. If I'm not mistaken, I might have that figure wrong, but it was a very, very, very small number. And those 12,000 or so human beings were spread around the planet you know, so that's that, that just shows you yeah. the, the importance of evolution. We have to evolve. Yeah, that's and right. We, everything else in the universe is constantly evolving. We, for some reason, have come up with the idea that because we are so special, <laughs> we don't need to evolve. We can just remain who we are and how we are for the rest of our lives. So we reach 21, you know, something significant have, happens in our life, and we keep celebrating that for the rest of our lives. And we keep holding on to that victory, that championship trophy that 21st birthday celebration or whatever it may be and we keep holding on to that that miss miss whatever pageant that you that you won and people hold mm -hmm. on to that for the rest of their lives yeah. and to some extent violently you know and that's who they are till the day that they die you know they will yeah. keep going back harping on the day that they won the, the the state championships or whatever it may be you know the county the county trophy <laughs> And, yeah, I mean, yeah. Like I, I, I get it up to a certain point, but how about going doing something else? Yeah, precisely, precisely. The key, well, the key is a progress and, and, and learning to advance. Mm -hmm. And you see these people that are they, they're championing one sport, and they think, nah, I've had enough of that, I'm going to go and do another sport over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. champion of that as well. Yeah. You keep, keep it going, you keep it, I can't say, keep the old plates spinning you know to, spin, yeah. you do to, to, to have to advance i mean we're all looking to grow we're all looking to expand you know look, look at we go back to sport we go back to sport again okay and you this is a good example you can use this you can use this in the business sense as well as well like maybe um Vaynerchuk or but you know let's 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 talk, talk about sport and you look at a usain bolt did he have anything to prove to anybody after what he's achieved in athletics in no, any, any aspect of life, I don't no. think he has. 
But did did he want to? Yes, he wanted to prove that he was a he could be a become become a professional footballer, and he was determined to become a professional footballer. It never worked out for him because he's too it's too late really. But look, he could probably go stand on a golf course and become a, a single figure um, golfer with within the space of a year or two if he wanted to, because you know if you put that enough resolve into what you want to achieve. You know, as uh, there's a quote that I posted uh, that he, he he mentioned recently. He mentioned he quoted something that recently I, I posted on Facebook actually um, about you know it took him four years to prepare to win the Olympics. Yet some people give up after six months or even a couple of weeks in business, for example. Yeah, they a business and they put money into a business, and then because it's they don't see things going the way that they expect them to go, they give up after within weeks or six months. Yeah. So well, there's, there's a classic thing of fighting for your dream, isn't it? I mean, if, if they've got a dream of winning the Olympics or having a being a CEO of a company, mm -hmm. then you fight for it and you yeah. you fight tooth and nail, you know. And and that's the, that's the only way to be because if you don't, now you know why. Uh, and the classic thing is, if they took all the money off of everyone in the world, give it all out equally, it would be back in the same hands. Before you knew it, yeah, true, true. Because there's smart people out there, determined people out there, and I'm not. So, I'm, I'm just talking about the good people here. Not bad people. They're not necessarily there to steal your money, but they're there to make sure yeah. that they have. Because there's more than enough to go around for everybody. And absolutely, yeah, absolutely. But it's you know, is life fair? No, <laughs> no. And I think you, if you, if life was fair. You know, if words like resolve wouldn't be there. Yeah, we wouldn't evolve. If life wouldn't evolve, there, it's right, absolutely. Need to evolve. So, yeah, I mean, it's, look, sometimes if you want to change, it's a bit more complex and a bit more advanced than you think it is. Um, but you've got to start the journey. True. Decide, decide the outcome you want, the end result, mm -hmm. and and move towards it by doing certain things. Now, when you get that result, um, you then need to find something else, whatever that may be. It could be gardening, I don't know, you know. But but um, also, most people never start on that journey, and we all need to be chipping away at something to make it might make life more interesting. It's more fun, yeah. You know? But um, but yeah, I mean, it's it, it's a gradual uh directional change it, it, what you make and you've got to keep you've got to be aware you've got to be smart enough to work out how you're going to get there is it always going to work no it's not is it important that you are working towards something yes it is mm -hmm. otherwise you you will you will start to shut down mentally you know mm -hmm. and um and there's, there's a lot to it it's not you know when you want to evolve as a person um You've got to have a set higher sense of purpose, whatever it is you're talking about. And, um, you know, you've got this is, this is what happens with so many of us, right? When we become, a, we reach a certain age in our life and we think, okay, this is it. And we stop evolving mentally. We stop, we, we become, we, we stay the same, have the same mental capacity that in our 60s and 70s that we had in our 40s. And yeah, I think one of the skills that people people can take on board is is um, the the ability to keep to be a lifelong student. 
Yeah. Yeah, as a skill set, become a lifelong student. It's not just a decision to become a lifelong student. It takes a skill to become a lifelong student, but that's not easy, not difficult to learn. You know, you just, you just got to look for the opportunities to continuously learn what you're involved with and learn more about. And through doing that, you will someday, some people, what, happen, they, what happens is they, they create a whole new platform as a result of that. You know, they get to the stage where they think, okay, um, I think I know what I need to know here. So where can I learn more from? And then they evolve what they've already known into something that's completely new and better in many cases. Uh, this, and, you, and, and you can't say that that's only for the youngsters. That's not just for the youngsters. That's, you know, you have many CEOs and whatever in their 60s, 70s and 80s creating new things all the time i mean look at richard branson yes it mm. wasn't just him but he was the driving force behind what happened to get for him to get into space if it wasn't for him he wouldn't have got into space mm. nobody else was going to do it for him just it took him many years well, elon musk might have done. well elon musk may have said okay give me give me 100 million and i'll put you in space sure yeah 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 and richard branson's not a stupid man so he would have said no i'll take no, that's right. million and I'll i mean myself. i mean that, that's driven that's people who are driven now you may not agree with all of their philosophies and whatever but um they are driven people there's no doubt about it and um but as i said to you before you know there's a million and one things you can do to make life interesting yeah. you know because we talk about sport and business you know that's what our our podcasts are about that's what our driving but, forces right but it could be knitting uh-huh. not for us not for me but i mean you, someone could be totally committed to, to knitting. I know, I know, and it's it's down to the individual what they find interesting and stimulating. You know, Knitting, knitting's actually becoming quite a big thing in the US, apparently. Well, I'm glad for, for them. For men, for men, I'm talking about for men. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad. Know, I'm glad some people do. They knit on the on the tubes and things like that to pass their time, and it's a state. It's, it gets them into a state of meditation, kind of thing, and yeah. I'd still rather put a pair of boxing gloves on, but there you go. <laughs> You can't knit then, can you? So, yeah. um, but good luck to anyone, you know, whatever they decide to do. Sure. And, and whatever you've got to do, it's got to be more more than mere belief. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what, you know, one of the, one of the little drivers, belief. Well, it's quite a big driver, actually, but um, you've got to believe in yourself and believe in what you're doing. So, so, um, so how, this is how I see it when we talk about um, resolving to evolve. You make a decision to progress, okay? You're determined to develop. However you look at it, they're all the same thing, but you make up your mind to advance forward to whatever it is you want, your outcome. Mm-hmm. So I think that's enough for Resolve to Evolve. I mean, that, that, that's, that's to get started. <laughs> and then once, once you're on that um, uh, thing, it's a, on that path, as it were, you know, there are two traits. Now, the umbrella is your mindset. When you open it, as you say, an open mind, yeah, it's like an umbrella. Well, you, you, your mindset has to be spot on, or at least you have to be working on it on a permanent basis. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, most people don't. And that's a shame because you've got so much, everyone's got so much potential. But underneath the umbrella, there are two traits that you need to work on, right? And um, they are skills and staying power. Sandwiched in between that 
is action. But I mean, we're talking about skills and, and staying power. So, Warren, what what type of skills have you had to um, adopt, learn, practice to get where you are as a coach? My ability to communicate, um, my ability to listen, also um, yeah, my also I've had to learn the skill, which was probably the most important factor for me was the skill and how to engage with people that for the first time, you know, how to, how to approach somebody for the, for the very first time of having a com communication or conversation with them. Because for me, that was something that I just was not comfortable doing previously. Uh, and I, I knew, I realized that very early in my career that if I didn't understand how to communicate with people by, you know, initiating engagement with them, then I wasn't going to be very successful in what I do. So that was probably the most important skill for me was understanding how best, what's the best approach to communicate with somebody and yeah, initiate engagement. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, um, that obviously when you, when you do something like that, you, you've thought about what you're going to do first, but instead of maybe carrying on thinking about it all the time, you've actually gotten and done something about it. Um, yeah, I think I think that's improbable. You know, that, I think that's I think that's so so important that you can you can think yourself to death. Oh, you know, and you should. I'm not saying don't constantly think about things because you should be, but but some people just stay in the in the thought process and don't get any momentum going. Um, the whole the whole thing about um, when we talk about coaching and things like that. Is about it's about problem solving mm -hmm. it's all about problem solving but first you have to thought then you initiate you know what you, what you just spoke about and then and then you you really just solve problems guide people you know into taking the right actions so um yeah yeah so um the other thing is is, is knowing the impact you're having as a coach especially the impact that you're having on other people. Would you agree with that? Um, you mean in terms of understanding what the other person is going through or in, in terms yeah, of... Yeah, or, or even the physical side of it. So that, you know, mm -hmm. let's say someone wants to run 100... I know, we'll keep it simple. Let's say someone wants to 100, 100, run 100 metres and then when you first get to look at them, they can only run 20 metres. Mm -hmm. So on the sheer raw... Um, simplicity you know you want them to get to 30 meters and 35 meters and and you know so you know it's imp it's important to review as you're going through as well very you know very important to uh, have oh, feedback yes. and yeah. and to keep tweaking things as i always talk about tweaking things because you're never you're never going to get there in day one you're not going to get there in day 28 either right? <laughs> Unless you're one of these absolute rare in individuals that pick up on things, and there's a classic example. I went to play golf. I'll use that term very loosely. I went to play golf last Thursday. Now I haven't picked up a golf club in 50 years. Give me age away now. Anyway, um, golf clubs were very different 50 years ago. Oh, from what I remember, they were the same. But I mean, I, yeah. Anyway, so and. Um, so I went on the driving range, and I've got 
I've got a slight problem here in my thumb, so I can't do 100 shots. So I have to do 20 or 30, you know. So um, anyway, so he said, well, you have a go. And I said, no, give me a few basic instructions, just friends, you know. And uh, and first time I hit it, I hit it 100 yards. <laughs> and, uh, and he went, that's amazing. <laughs> You've been lying to us. Now, 100 yards to proper golfer is not very much, but but to me it was like yeah, yeah. it was tremendous and it was with a and it was with a driver a wood you know and i've never used a wood ever in my life okay just okay. follow this few simple instructions and she said also you didn't bring the swing right back you only you only used about 25 percent of the swing said, you, must have, <laughs> you must have some tremendous power behind you behind your shoulders and i went mm, i don't know, I don't know. So I'm not saying because I, I played a round of nine holes and for the first seven holes, I hit very good shots off the drive. So it, was, so it wasn't a chip and putt. It was actually a full nine. Oh, holes. no. It, you know, it's the old um, uh, 100, 150 yards. Nine. It's, it's like a short one. It's not the it's not like a, long. Mash, a mashy golf course, we call it. Mashy. Yeah. 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 Pitch and putt. Pitch and putt. Yeah. Anyway, but for me... That was tremendous. I couldn't believe, I just couldn't believe how well I was playing. Now, when I got to holes eight and nine, it all went haywire. <laughs> and and I, for, for eight, hole eight, I had no idea whatsoever. Hole nine, it was absolute disaster. Absolute disaster. Maybe you were just getting tired by then. I was. I was, I, I was, I hadn't played before, had I? So, in theory, so it was like, I was losing concentration and everything. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. You know, everyone's going to be different. Everyone, Some could be a really, really slow starter. Some could be in the middle. And some could be really rapid, you know. Yeah. And and we have to, as a, as a coach, you know, and we're talking about skills here, some people pick up quicker than others. Mm -hmm. And you have to understand that. I know I'm sure you do as a coach, but... We have to understand that and know where you are. Yeah, but know the skills that you want to achieve. That's the first you know? thing. You want to you need to know what you want to achieve. Otherwise, if you're gonna if you're gonna venture into something blindly without having a an endpoint to it, you don't you don't have to reach the endpoint. The endpoint is not the most important thing, but you need to have an endpoint. Yeah. Yeah, because it's the journey that's the most important part of the experience, right? It's not reaching yeah. the end point. Because if that's all you ever want to do, then eventually your resolve will um, not evolve. Because Right, absolutely. You know, and the other thing is skills give us confidence and competence. So we all want to be competent at something, otherwise we won't continue. The only way, the only way we can do that is to bridge the gap with practice. Mm -hmm. Practice, 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 practice. You know, and uh, that's how you get the skills. There's a few. There's a few people that are, you know, you give them a football, they could be made to look like a magician in a very short space of time. They're just naturally talented people. There are a few of them about, yeah. as we've all seen. Yeah. Um, but generally, the average person who wants to become above average has to work their socks off. You know, but as you move on and be start to become professional. You have to keep expanding your sort of professional competency. 
you know, and um, that, that's the other thing as well. So, um, you know, especially if you're in a field like us as well, you can't just keep sitting back on your laurels, you know, or, you know, for example, like in the coaching world or the personal training world or the nutrition world, you can't just go to school, study what you study and then leave it at that. You got to keep studying. You got to keep evolving. You got to keep progressing. Um, And I think many, many business aspects these days, it's the same thing. You can't just, you know, you can't go to university anymore just study what you study then go get a job somewhere and and sit back and not keep keep learning and keep progressing because there's so many youngsters coming from behind that are doing that and they do understand more they do have a better a better understanding of what it is that they're supposed to be doing you may have the skills now you may have the experience now but that doesn't mean that those youngsters are not going to acquire that very quickly because many of the youngsters today, they understand how to learn fast and they yeah. understand how to, how to get to where they want to get quicker than you and I. So, you know, in, in a typical business sense, that should be a big red signal for people to, to bear in mind, you know. Um, and for us in our business, it's, it's just par for the course that we're continuously learning. We, need, it's just, we understand that that's a necessity. You know, as long as we're in we're in this business doing what we do, we'll be continuously learning for the rest of our lives and improving our skill set as a result of that. Yeah, because that's that's a that was quite profound what you said there. Because obviously, I've been in periods of time when I'm, I'm le- just learning, just learning, but just learning will, will will keep you frustrated. You have to go to the extra bit of then implementing it into something. True. So you've also got to look at what you're learning. Are you learning something um, for the sake of learning it? That's fantastic as long as you realize that, you know, and you're happy with that. But if you if you want to learn something so you then can apply it, you know, like business skills could be, you know, um, then you have to be aware that you'd need to do both. Mm-hmm. You need, need to be to do both to, to progress. And um, skills go right across the board, all aspects of life. You know, it's too. There would be too much for us to talk about. That's why we speak, stick to a couple of subjects, and we can bounce between the two. Um, uh, but it's about e- education, practice, and then experience. They're they're, they're the, the little coupling coupling things together, and that's that, and that's basically how you develop skills. And as I say, your pace is your pace. You some someone cannot dictate to you what pace you do. True. Never be rushed by anyone. Never be pressured by anyone. I know that if you're in professional sports, you are going to get pressured, and you need to to deal with that. But but generally speaking, to the average person, um, I hate that word average, but I think you know what I mean by that when I say the average person. Um, we we need a little bit of time to to um, to uptake it in the brain as well. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, the other thing I was going to talk about was. Um, you know, there was a little saying that repetition is the mother of skill. And, and then, you know, because when we talk about repetition, we talk about practice, obviously. But I um, uh, I wanted to relate it to something that I did. Now, I've only got what I did, unfortunately. <laughs> you know, and Warren's only got what he does. And um, my, my main thing was being a police officer. Now, 
I, I'm very quick on the uptake when it comes to to skills and things like that. And you, ha- I, 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 I suppose you could call it a little bit devious in a way. I picked up skills that I knew would make me money. Okay. okay? In overtime and things like that. So, and um, um, I think that that you know you learn what you need to learn very quickly. I'd learn things in in an instant. You know, even as a 19-year-old, as a police officer, um, because I wanted to be successful at being, you know, detecting things. So I could sniff out things, incidents. um, You know, if there was a block of flats, I could sniff out where the drug dealer was easily and things like that. You know, um, my my skill sets were um, not drugs, really. I never really went down that route too much but but in um, stolen vehicles and fraud and also domestic violence as well but but um i used to, i used to get a kick out of uh um knowing where to find people mm-hmm. so you identify hot spots mm-hmm. and I, I identified this one hot spot in in walthamstow where i worked and there was a car park and um, I met someone, I kind of, I'm not going to mention any names here or anything, but I met someone who added to my skill set and he wasn't a police officer, all right? Pointed a few things out to me. And I'm, 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 so I'm quick on the uptake. All of a sudden, I had an absolute gold mine in front of me. Now, when I say gold mine, I mean, obviously, if you arrest someone, you end up doing overtime, all right? Okay, so yeah. I found the gold mine of when I'm talking about observation, okay observing people doing things and uh, we had about uh, 400 arrests in one place Oof. that's what i'm talking about gold mine now later on in life i found another gold mine <laughs> and that was in a, a market where there was a leather market in petticut lane and all the leather traders would take their customers to see an accountant to change checks because everyone were, there was a period of time in the 80s where people were just using checks and nothing else they weren't using cash or anything um and but the traders weren't, wouldn't change a check but this accountant set up a little garden hut and he was changing checks and charging people two pound fifty for each check wow okay? but it was an added bonus i would say 78 80 percent of the <laughs> Of the actual checks were stolen. <laughs> we, we worked. So I'm saying I picked up very quickly that we worked out worked out a system. The, the system was very simple. Now I, I, it's a bit long winded, but basically, I was his boss. Okay, the he would take he would take the check, pay the money, take the check, or not pay the money as the case may be. He said, I'm just going to give it to my boss just to check it over because I don't want to get it wrong. Oh, yeah, okay, you know. So I look at I look at the check. I know it's stolen anyway, really, you know. So I give it back to him and said, yeah, it's okay, pay it. Now, why would I say that? Because the person standing standing doing the check, you can see his neck wavering because you can't stop the nerves. You know it's stolen. So you, the moment you say everything's okay, they come down. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah? Come down to a nice, relaxed level. That's when you hit them. 
not necessarily physically, as in a punch, but I mean, you you, you take them out, you yeah. take them out, you just, and they're done, they're finished. It's a, it was a, you, that's what I'm saying. You have to pick things up as quickly as you possibly can. Whatever. How did you, how did, how did you do that in that scenario? Surely, did, surely you didn't arrest him, arrest him there and then, because then everybody would see that and nobody else would come back with stolen checks. So you wouldn't. No, 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 no. You're so crowded. Yeah. You, only had to wait, you only had to wait 20 minutes and there's another one. <laughs> Seriously. It was, it was, it was, it's, it, you know, wall to wall people. They can't go anywhere. They try and run okay. and yeah. you've got them within two yards. So, or, <laughs> or if they're, if, if they're bigger than you, then I had to adopt a different uh, way of doing, dealing with it, but which I can't say on here. But, um, Suffice to say, it doesn't matter what size they were, what, what skills they had as karate experts. It didn't matter. Just kept them. The way of dealing with there's a way of dealing with everyone, you know. And um, it was fun. <laughs> Got to say, you know. So, but what I'm saying, saying, you know, going back to this skills, building skills. This is, you know, what skills do I have? That's the question you should be asking yourself. And then, what skills can I adopt? Mm-hmm. What I want to do with my life, you know, what I do want to do with my time. I think you know it's it's all it's all it's all relevant, you know. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, um, very relevant questions, and it's relevant yeah. to know. <laughs> you've got to you've got to work. What you have to work out as a person is obviously what you want the end result to be. But what knowledge do I need? What skill do I need? And what ability do I need to develop? Because they'll fall under one of those categories: knowledge, skill, ability, all very closely uh, aligned, you know. And that, and that's, and that's what I did. Now, the icing on the cake—that's the cake. If you want to, if you want to put it another way, you can break it down into so many different segments. As complicated or as simple as you want to do it. But the icing on the cake is staying power. Staying power—the capacity to continue. You know, without weakening, without stopping, because you're going to have those moments when you mix that you mix those three ingredients, and it's not going to work properly. You're going to have yeah. those moments when you're going to have a setback of some kind, where life just takes a different turn, throws a curveball ball at you, or perhaps the economy flushes, or something like that. So you know, you're going there's going to be stuff that happens. Yeah, you know, a pandemic comes around, maybe. Yeah. So yeah, totally. The pandemic definitely threw me out, and and I work from home. <laughs> So, <laughs> you know, it just threw you're my one of the, You're one of the few that d- did work from home before the pandemic. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And it affected me. That's, oh. But you you must adopt the ability to adjust quickly so that you can pivot, you know, because if you're someone who's got a gym, right, and the people can't come through the door, you've got to go online. You've got to pivot quickly to go online. And I've seen examples of some people have pivoted within two weeks and everything's up and running. And in fact, they ended up with more money. Yeah. I mean, I look, at, I look at Les Mills as a brand. Okay. Mm-hmm. Les Mills is a company from New Zealand that do group classes and they in gyms all over the world. And this has been their business model. So they train, train instructors to teach their classes and they have mm-hmm. modules and everything and you pay the trainer the instructors pay for it and then they, they do the education for each of the classes that they teach yeah so they don't just like hand them the stuff and then they go teach it they got to learn how to teach those classes each class and this has been les mills's business model for many years um, i'm not a 
I'm not a fan of Les Mills because I think it just it it produces robotic instructors. But from a business model perspective, it's pretty good. It's pretty sound. And then once the pandemic came around and all these gyms started to close down, Les Mills went online almost instantaneously. And they started to offer stuff online that you could pay for and get unlimited classes to. And now they're doing other stuff on top of that as well, which is online. And they're adding to their portfolio as a result of this. And um, this is what you're saying. They've pivoted on something like that. They've taken the, they've taken the fact that the gyms are now closed. Those yeah. customers have nowhere to go. You know, some gyms, they, they rented out their, their equipment to members. Mm. You know, so they said, okay, instead of paying for your membership, you keep paying for your membership, but we rent you some equipment. You can use some of the equipment at home. Yeah. So that's that's another way to do that. And it, that's in terms of an example of an, of evolving and pivoting at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, when we when we talk about uh, staying power, what we're talking about is building strength muscles, strength within whatever it is you're trying to do. And you're not only doing that, you're building skill muscles. You're building uh, staying power muscles, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to um, make yourself resilient to uh, ward off any any negative stuff, you know, you, because it can it can affect us. And whatever it is you do, you've got to stay at the cutting edge of whatever it is you do. And it, you, you can't – if you stand still, the weeds will come in and start wrapping around your ankles. Sure. You know, you will – I mean – um, you'll go rancid. Your thoughts will go rancid. So, uh, so you know, you've got to stay around long enough. You've got to hang in there. You know, and th this is this is where where the meat meets the, the metal, or the pedal, or whatever you want to call it. You know, you you know, you've got to hang around. Um, you've got to have the um, fortitude to say, "I will persist until." Not until many people do that. Yeah. Okay, so not many people do that. Um, again, again, you can look at the examples where people have done that. You know, they have, they've just stuck it out. I can't, I'm trying to think of one that might come to mind now, but people have stuck it out for years and years and years and years. Ah, who was it? Um, Orion Woodward. Mm -hmm. Orion Woodward? Yeah. This is our, and for, for those that don't know, he's, he's, he's one of the if you, legends in our industry. I think it was 15 years or even longer before yeah. he, before he started to make any income, significant income in his in his in his personal business. Yeah, and um, I mean our business is is typical of people giving up after six months. Yeah, he stuck it out for a minimum 15 years before something actually happened for him, and now he's a legend in the industry as a result of that because he just had the staying power. He resolved to evolve, do That's what fine. he needed to do to evolve. And he created the skill set. He developed the actions for it. He created the, in, the environment that suited him with, this, with the experience and that wisdom. He took that and look at him today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I go, I, I go back to the, the, the cake example I said. You know, the, let's say, from say, whatever it is you're trying to learn or do, there's eight parts to the cake, all evenly cut up. Okay. What happens is that. Assuming you're a person who stays stays around, okay, most people don't, um, sometimes you could have seven seven parts of the cake, 
and not have the eighth part done. Now, it doesn't have to be complicated. It can be, it can be reasonably simple. But for some reason, you're not allowing the eighth part to come to fruition. And it can, it can, it's like having no parts, you know? So you need to know everything you need to know. You need to know all those parts, yeah. you know, up to a certain, up to a certain level. And, um, and that, again, it's, it's having a commitment to completion. All right. Commitment to completion. If you learn nothing else from this, those three words, commitment to completion. And I got that from my friend, John Lavinia. Okay. And, um, Anyway, you know, you've got to learn endurance. Nobody can stop you. It's only you stop you, mm-hmm. you know. Um, what was the other thing I want? Oh, yeah. The other thing was. This is why I teach my clients endurance. <laughs> yeah. But you, you hear some people say, show some backbone. Yeah. But that's all staying power is, is backbone. Mm-hmm. Hanging around, you know, working at it until, until you crack the nut, as it were. So you're going to have to show some grit. You're going to have to show some resilience and uh, and be able to tolerate disappointments because you're going to get disappointed along the way. It's funny, it's funny that, you know, how life experiences teach us subconsciously the tools that help aid us in life. <clears throat> you know, I always used to look at my father because I don't have a good experience with my father, okay? And I always used to look at my father as somebody who had no backbone. Mm-hmm. And I resolved from a young age to be the, the antithesis of that, just for somebody to stand up strong, stand up for himself, and stand up for what he held true to himself, you know, and not be scared of that. And um, even if I was scared, I would I resolved to push through and find a way through that. And that's held me in good stead all my life. You know, I... I have yet to make the, create the success that I envisage for myself and my family. Yet, I've no matter what, if I failed at something, I've always resolved to keep going for it, keep going for it, keep going for it until until I know I knew that there was a time that okay, it's no longer is pointless carrying on. But it's funny how, and again, there's going to be countless examples of this. Everybody has an example of something that's happened in their life as an external influence that's created some some kind of um, skill set for them or created some kind of mental fortitude with, within that has held them in good stead for their lives. You know, so you can look back in your own life, I'm sure, and find an example of something where you've created that, whatever it is, through, the, through resolving to evolve, through acquiring the skills and everything like that and being patient and just pushing through no matter what. I'm sure you can find examples. Everybody, I'm sure, can find an example. So if you are struggling with something like that and you're thinking to yourself that, hey, I'm in a position right now where I don't know what I'm going to do, go look back in your own ex- own life, your own story, and I'm sure you'll find something there hidden deep within somewhere. You'll find <laughs> an example for yourself. And it may, it may seem insignificant to you, but what may seem insignificant to you could be a life-changing event for somebody else. And I'm not saying that it needs to be, but in terms of importance, you know, we all seem to, we all tend to downplay what we personally experience in our lives. We, we tend to downplay it because we think that it's, you know, we're not special. We're not someone special. So, you know, what, what is the importance of me having to resolve to keep myself, 
keep a, a, a backbone and a strong spine on my life. Even though I've got a, even though I've got a deformity in my spine, <laughs> I run the irony. Okay, it's it's helped me. It's helped me in many ways. You know, so and I never downplayed that. I always knew that there was something significant for me. And but unfortunately, most of us do. We don't. We don't realize the importance of life experiences and what they can do for us. Yeah, so it's funny you mention uh, about fathers, <laughs> your father. You know, because I, I just made me think about my father then, and um, I could see you going uh, back in time. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's easy. I've got a lot of time to go back on. It was, um, a, black, it was a black and white picture. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was I was thirty six when my dad died in nineteen ninety one, and um, you could look at anybody, and that, people looking at us as well, exactly the same, and you can find faults, you can find things that are wrong. And let's say, go back to the cake scenario, and this is, let's say there's eight things that you can work on, okay? And uh, some of us have got, some would have seven, some have eight, some have two, some have one, some might have none. But, you know, the, and you can, you can um, attack yourself about your lack of skill or lack of staying power, whatever it is, mm -hmm. okay? But what you should be doing is looking like if I look to my dad and I think about his um, his abilities, his ability. Number one, that he, he taught me the, the work ethic. Okay. He, he taught me staying power as well because he he, he was a bus conductor. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and and also he, he taught me just to be a nice person. You know, and well, that's well, true. I don't know where he went wrong with that one. No, and, and, he, and, he, and he also was always laughing and always communicating with people. Okay. Just as a nice person. Yeah. And everyone everyone, everyone liked him. He wasn't a, a driver. He wasn't a driver as in goal setting, you know. Um, he wasn't a high achiever. But I think people like that, they achieve their own, their own life. They achieve what they want to achieve. So we're all different people. Um, anything we say may not relate to you. And that's that's cool. That's just the way it is. We can't, you know, you can't please everyone. And um, but all I would say to people is that um, you do, you know, you have to show some resolve in some area. You know, you should always be looking to evolve for you, whatever that means. All right, adopt some skills. Keep working at it. You know, keep adopting these skills as much as you can that you want to adopt. Again, all right. And then get some staying power. Now, we know that jobs now, and this is the last thing I'm going to say, the jobs now, you don't have jobs for 40 years. No. Generally speaking now. You may have, I think they worked out, you may have eight to ten jobs in your lifetime now. Okay? Probably, uh, yeah. whatever, is you, whatever it is you do, have the staying power for the amount of time you're there. You know? Staying power... You know, is is the icing on the cake. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, Warren, do you want to take us out? Take us uh, finishing. <laughs> take us somewhere. Yeah, take us somewhere anywhere. Maybe <laughs> somewhere sunny. <laughs> somewhere sunny. Uh, yeah, um, I I would like to just use this opportunity just to remind people again that you know you you no matter what you can find examples within your own life where you've you've managed to overcome and um, whether you consciously 
put it to your mind or not, you have resolved to evolve in some shape, form or way. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast right now um, or watching the podcast, wherever you're watching and listening from. So just look back in your own, your own life, for examples. And if you really can't find an example, I truly, I, I honestly, I challenge you to go out and actually and try to look back in your life and look for an example for yourself. And um, if you can't, then reach out to Paul and I. We'll, we'll sure as hell help you to find an example because your story is so powerful and it's uniquely yours. And there's a reason why you've had that story because there's a path that you're on. Whether you see that path or not, that's irrelevant. But you are on a path. So it's important that you do find these examples of your own life in the past and your history. It could be somewhere from a, when you were a child. Who knows? But um, the re yeah, I just want to emphasize on that. It's important to find your own example and find that story and use that story to, to help you to now resolve to evolve in your life today, if that's a struggle for you. If it's not a struggle for you, then let's hear some examples that you may have. You know, we'd love to, I'd love to hear some, some happy endings for you, you know, something that you've taken on board that's helped you to evolve as a person, as an individual. So, yeah. Fantastic. Great ending. So with that, have a fantastic week. Make it very profitable, very uh, productive. Productive. Effective. So um, and make it fun for you as well. So, And uh, we'll see you on Wednesday, healthierlife.tv, and next week, next Monday, on successcafe.tv. So, we shall indeed. Absolutely. And happy see August, you everybody. Happy August. Welcome to the second part of the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's starting July. Well, I mean, it's uh, it's eight <laughs> eight month. I mean, uh, yeah, I guess I guess July is perhaps yeah. Maybe I'm one month behind. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, everyone. Bye, Thanks, everyone. Have a great week. <laughs>